everybody. Welcome back to another Spooktober episode of We Watch Shudder, making our way through the month of October, watching all sorts of movies that we haven't talked about yet, going back and picking up titles from before we started the show. My name is JD. I'm one of your hosts who's here with me. It's Michelle. It's Michelle, everybody. As far as I know, it is Oh, Michelle. it's kind of late sure. in the evening when we're recording this episode, 10.37 p.m., getting to it right at the end of the day, way back here on the 4th of July. That's right, it's Independence Day as we recorded this. We've got to get that out of the way every day. Yep. We're going to let you know Feeling it's not October. Feeling super independent today. It's been a while since we recorded one of these, though. Been a couple of weeks. Uh, see, so, you know, we, we, we definitely took some breaks. We made our way through yeah. it, but... Uh, uh, Michelle, what are we talking about today? <laughs> we are going to talk about the dark and the wicked. Now, that's not two different movies here. This is one movie advertising both the dark and the wicked. That's two that's, adjectives. Daring. That's uh, that's like uh, it's like insidious and malevolent altogether. It's dark and wicked. That's a big promise. Let's that, see if they yep. fulfill it. <laughs> As always, uh, if it seems, first of all, as if my uh, my attitude going into this is a little off, well, uh, two things. I'm tired, and, well, you'll understand in a minute. Uh, the Dark <laughs> and the Wicked. Uh, as I do, I will read you the description from the Shutter website. On a secluded farm, a man is bedridden and fighting through his final breaths while his wife slowly succumbs to overwhelming grief. Siblings Louise and Michael return home to help, but it doesn't take long for them to see that something's wrong with mom, something more than her heavy sorrow. Gradually, they begin to suffer a darkness similar to their mother's, marked by waking nightmares and a growing sense that an evil entity is taking over their family. A Shudder exclusive, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Spoiler-free thoughts, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I really like when horror movies um, are based in a reality that on its own is horrific. Um, so that when they do start uh, going into supernatural things and whether or not those things are bad and are we losing our minds? Is this just grief? Is this stress? Is this really happening? I mean, regardless, you're still having like a sad existence right now. And I do like that they fall back on still is what a like a sad reality um that said this movie uh starts out slow and when it starts to feel like it's picking up is when it ends um it starts going uphill and then i'm like okay cool and then the credits roll and i was very confused um and i didn't remember much about the first time i watched this movie and now i recall why <laughs> because <laughs> it just kind of like finishes um that said the parts that i saw i did like um, I thought it was taken off to go someplace, but it just, it had a much higher score until I was disappointed. So, uh, we'll just give it a nice medium 2.5. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I honestly, the reason I, I may have a little bit of a weird tone is because I got like, I literally just finished watching this movie, say 10 minutes ago. And, uh, between the movies that we recorded for the, the regular show and all the ones we've done for here in Spooktober so far, uh, this might be the most thoroughly meh movie we, we've talked about. <laughs> like, I don't have anything particularly bad to say about it. Like, I wasn't mm -hmm. super offended by anything that happened in the movie in any way. I wasn't put off by any of it. Uh, but I also, 
uh, just kind of didn't care about anything that happened in this movie for basically the entire movie. Uh, hmm. There were there were little bits and pieces that happened along the way that I thought were effective and uh, and interesting, but I just I wasn't involved at any point uh, over the course of the story. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that even though they don't ever explicitly say so, uh, they did uh, imply a certain amount of Judeo-Christian uh, element to the uh, the evil spirit going on here, and we've talked before about how that kind of takes me out of things but yeah just thoroughly meh uh, yeah. uh it just it's just a movie that i saw i, I i'm going two skulls on this one okay. like i said there are, there are elements along the way that i did enjoy i just as a as a whole it just did nothing for me i think you're absolutely right uh about it uh like it, I, I you you've said and i've actually seen other people comment where they're like uh it starts out slow uh and the way i want to end that sentence is that it starts out slow and then it just stays slow for the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just slow. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, two and a half from Michelle, two from me. That's an average 2.25 for The Dark and the Wicked. Out if of you five. In case they five think it's out skulls, of ten, it is out of five. Out of five. Just uh, like Shudder. <laughs> right, right. Uh, right now today on the Shudder website, it's a four skulls out of five. I don't know what those people wrong. are talking about. That's, that's a, wrong. That's a little much, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. if you do want to go watch the movie before we talk about it in depth here, this is where you're going to want to hit that pause button right now. All right. Uh, Michelle, I got to be honest. This yeah. might end up being like the shortest episode of this show we've ever done. I don't know that I really have a lot to say about the dark yeah. and the wicked, right? Like, like, it's, like I, I wasn't really put off by anything. Like, it wasn't so overtly... Uh, Christian mythology demons that I was like, oh God, this is, I just like, but there was enough of that that I was, you know, uh, evil spirits possessing people, uh, like, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, the atmosphere just never fully rang true for me. I was never drawn into the story or, or, uh, emotionally in mm -hmm. any way. Uh, it's just, and I, I, I don't even know why. It just yeah. it was just kind of there. It wasn't terribly effective. Uh the atmosphere was never incredibly creepy. Uh it it ne it just never drew me in in any way. What do you think? Um I actually thought I was really going to like it. And like I said, I didn't remember it. I always get this movie mixed up with Brightburn because uh as we've talked about those posters are very oh, very right, similar right. and i'm always disappointed that it's this movie and not brightburn <laughs> um which i was again today when i started i went wait is oh, yeah. this one about yeah. evil superman no and this is never, a this is a very is. different movie than evil superman <laughs> yeah so once once i realized like oh it's this movie that i have forgotten about um i don't know it feels like if this was a line graph uh that it would have started at zero and then it would have just kind of like constantly gone up and then when you think that it's going to reach a thrilling point it's just done like it just constantly increases but it doesn't increase quickly enough like it had so much room to grow and it cut a lot of things out I wish that they had cut out some of the like lingering slow moments like all the discussions with the siblings and like adding that tension is good for like the atmosphere but it just like kept going and I wanted like some more stuff 
it it felt like it was going to be one of those movies where it's about grief and stress and you're kind of trying to figure out like is that manifesting is this like a Baba Duke situation of right. like seeing like a f- physical manifestation is it metaphorical is it real we don't know and it just kind of like at no puts point it all out did there. I care. Yeah, at yeah. no point did I did I care about what was going on here. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's good because at no point do they ever really make it clear what's going no. on here. There's just this weird evil presence that might be Judeo-Christian demonic, might just be some kind of evil thing being interpreted that way by the people who are experiencing it. Who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. Like... Okay, the so, dark and the wicked, more like yeah, the dark and the disappointing. Right. You know what I wish they would have cut out of this movie is that shot of the little pasture full of dead sheep. That was terrible. Yeah. No, who I, de- I. Who decided that was good enough to go in the movie? They, somebody should. That's what they should have been like. Okay, we can just do something to imply all the sheep are dead. This shot is gross. It's not good at all. Now, you're upset co- that a horror movie got horrific. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's terrible. It's bad production. Like it looks. No, so I know. Fake. It's very CGI. It, yeah. yeah, it looks like a it looks like a field of dead sheep from Diablo 2. Like it's, it's just <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. At all. Uh, to contrast that, though, mm-hmm. uh, the whole sequence towards the end of the movie where that poor nurse lady is just jabbing herself all over the face and body with those knitting needles. That was pretty effective. Uh, it definitely helps that they did that in some lower light so that you couldn't necessarily mm-hmm. see how effect like like the in, bad CGI yeah, looks better in yeah. lower light. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. But I thought that looked really cool. Um, the uh, uh, you know there's a guy that blows his head off. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. shooting yourself in the head effects. I mean. It's hard to say it, but they're kind of passe at this point. We've all seen that done before. <laughs> As well, I've seen so many people blow their heads <laughs> off with shotguns at this point. It's just not anything that... Uh, that might be yeah. something that I should take into consideration at some point in my life, but eh, who wants to start now? Yeah, good meeting uh, with you, therapist. <laughs> uh, write that one down. Yeah, the, so, uh, the journal. <laughs> uh, there were moments... Uh, I did really like some of the things they did with some of the more spooky elements. They did some things with shadows and, and creepy mm-hmm. things in the background here that I thought were really cool, but then just never really amounted to anything. Uh, yeah. I just... Uh, yeah, it, it just... At no point did it... Uh, did it fully... I was never engaged by the movie. I was just watching it happen. Yeah, if I think of all the, the moments from this movie that were kind of the bigger moments, which would be the mother uh, cutting her fingers off, um, the yeah, father oh, floating why, above the why bed. Why did you remind me of that? I feel like I had yeah, successfully blacked it out entirely <laughs> by not mentioning it, and then yeah. it just jumped up. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Well, sorry. Was, uh, ooh, but, you know, when I think about those big moments, it sounds like on paper that this would be a good horror movie. Yeah. Because there are, like, so many. And I think that's why trucking along, I was like, hmm, depending on how the ending goes, this is going to be a three or a three and a half. It's going to pay off. It's going to be just a solid horror. Like, we're going to have this slow build of the stress and the grief and the exhaustion. And clearly there's tension between these siblings. I like that it's that relationship instead of, like, a woman who went out there with somebody who she loves like her partner and so they're already bonded like she's more alone when he abandons her and then goes 
goes and kills himself like that's even like all of that is so, so good on paper and then in execution it just it never reached a big crescendo i think if it had had all those elements and then a bigger finish i would have been more satisfied with it but it just never really pays off he's just kind of possessed and then he kills her and that's it like what else happens are yeah, they, and they then get like, more sheep. Is now he a demon sheep farmer? I gotta know. Right, and then there's like, like the dude kills himself. He has a vision of his family being dead, and then he kills mm-hmm. himself. And it turns out it was just a, like there's no, there's no explanation as to why that thing followed him there and lingered. Now, does yeah, it and I wondered that too. Is it, yeah, yeah, is it gonna is it gonna infect his wife and kids now because he brought it there? Like, what's it feels like. <laughs> It feels like they took the like the first half of a movie and made it the whole movie. Uh, and there was That's too fair. much of it. Like if they had trimmed this down from like an hour and a half to 45 minutes and then like finished the movie, it might have been better. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking, too. Like, I I wish they had shortened it and then given me 10 minutes more of an actual wrap-up or an explanation or yeah. anything. It just ends and we never know why. And I'm okay with a movie that doesn't explain everything and leaves me with questions. But when those questions are so big that um, it takes away my enjoyment because nothing really, like, I can't think of a logic. Well, and yeah. it feels like there should be a reason that these yeah, things are I think kind the, of happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with a movie that doesn't tell me everything, but I'm not okay with a movie that doesn't tell me anything. Uh, and that's kind of what I feel like happened here. It just... You just kind of watch it happen. Uh, it, like, were all those people they were seeing just manifestations of the evil thing? Or were they, like, being yeah. possessed by the evil thing? I wanted or to know if Why can it manifest people? certain people and not other people? Why, like, it just seemed so random and haphazard. Like, I didn't understand the logic of it at all. Mm-hmm. It all just, and again, atmospherically, it just, it, it just never felt, it felt like I was watching... Uh, uh, a, a, a flat drama that things that should have been horror movie things happened in, but they just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think I like that it was so grounded in reality in the beginning, but then it like just stayed so grounded. I don't know. It's hard to put into words exactly how I feel about it because in, in the first part, I was like, wow, I really like this type of movie but it just doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, and I, I wanted more. I really, I was actually, I'm like you very invested and very like rooting for it. And I did care a lot and it just didn't pick up enough it, for me. It definitely does feel like, like from the story in the movie, the immediate thing, you know, is like, Oh, well the fellow who wrote this, uh, definitely was working through some shit in their life. Right. Like they probably mm-hmm had a bad death in their family where things were very difficult and complicated and there was a lot of family drama involved with it. And you can see how they kind of tried to then take that as a framework, you know, the emotional, real-life horror of just dealing with that sort of situation and then amplify it into something more as a horror film, and it just it just never got there. So uh, I don't really know what else I have to say about the movie. What uh, Do you have anything seriously important that you want to dig into <laughs> on with it? I am just looking through uh, the writer and 
director Brian Bertino's IMDb because I was he curious because we talked about he made The Strangers, which I yeah, really didn't like. I didn't he care made for The, the Strangers Black Coat's Daughter, which I didn't like either. So I just don't think I like. Did any he make of his The Black stuff. Coat's Daughter? Well, okay, he was producer of The Black okay. Coat's Daughter, but I really didn't like that movie. Either. Yeah, he also just... wrote and directed a movie called uh, I think The Monster. Uh, yeah, according to I've... this. Yep. I've been meaning to check out, and now I don't know if I will. Cause then, yeah, uh, like I, I mean, I didn't. I, <laughs> I think his stuff is solid, and it will appear appeal to some people, obviously, because he's still making right. it. I just don't think it's I'm my those type people. of thing. After watching <laughs> right. a couple of his things, I just I don't think it's for me, and that's okay. Brian Bertino, I know you are listening. I'm sorry. Right, he's definitely going to take it personally that we didn't care for his movie. I uh, absolutely that... would. If I found a podcast episode about me, like, 15 years down the road about something I had made, it'd be like, what? And I would, like, go to that person's house and be like, I'm so sorry for making this thing that, please like me. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Uh, my brain is its own horror movie, so I think that's why some of these don't scare me. It's always scary being me it's, and me to be a yeah. like human i mean <laughs> existence is terrifying life is horror yep. that's that's basically the yep. whole thing anyway let's anyway we don't need to go down that way that's, that's huh. what we have therapists I think for we both right need to, i was gonna say we both need to schedule some therapy yeah, sessions yeah yeah i finally like, i finally uh, got uh i finally got employment back and insurance on the way so i'm gonna be <laughs> able to do that again that's awesome 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 yeah <laughs> So uh, well. coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, we have uh, Lucky is the mm-hmm. movie that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. here uh, on, uh, on and uh, We Watch. What's the show called? We Watch Shudder? Yeah, that's <laughs> We one. Watch Shudder. Uh, and I want to say that if this one has been kind of a dullard, um, tomorrow I have a feeling it's going to get kind of spicy when we discuss Lucky. Yeah, I, I think there's some spiciness in our future. Oh, some I'm, I'm muy curi- caliente. I'm curious uh, what you mean about that. If you uh, mean- I know how you feel about this movie, and I don't know if I agree with you. Oh, so. wow. Okay, this could yep. be very interesting. Exactly. You got to loop them back in after this whole like us right falling asleep on, right on. for yeah. 18 minutes. I was, thing. I was, uh, I was just gonna say if this movie seemed like kind of, or if this episode seemed like kind of a dullard, that's because this movie was kind of a dullard <laughs> so you know oh. it's appropriate in that sense <laughs> i know i think like maybe we should when we li- watch movies that we're just like ugh, about we should go like i don't know shoot guns at each other or something get our energy up before right. we record yeah you <laughs> know what like, it, you know what it <laughs> wasn't roulette. you know what this what? movie wasn't michelle what? this what movie was not, wasn't the long night which we recorded just a few days ago oh. for those of you who have been with us since the beginning. Oh, it wasn't man. the long night. Oh god. I just oh. I what is it with movies that have night in in the name because the long night and night's end are my least favorite so far. Uh, uh, but then Spine yeah. of Night, so good. We're just going to keep talking about like night's end for the rest <laughs> of my life. It is like it is just a meme in and of itself. I just keep thinking about the like reality show that yeah. happens partway yeah. through that movie and it yep. just baffles me oh my god it's uh it's it's gonna become a i uh, might go back and rewatch it no yeah. don't <laughs> the more t- the more often you do that the more likely it, it it will become like a weird camp classic and we don't need to be responsible for that i i think i'm gonna wind up making oh a camp classic god. i've told friends to go watch it uh, um it's starting to grow on me <laughs> no let's just stop right there that's enough say good night michelle Good night, Michelle.